0: The U.S. has proposed a UN Security Council resolution calling for a temporary ceasefire, the first time the U.S. has explicitly backed a ceasefire in the Israel-Hamas conflict. The text seen by the Reuters news agency also urges Israel not to go ahead with the planned offensive on Rafah in southern Gaza. The resolution is being offered by the Biden administration as an alternative to an Algerian draft, which is due to be debated later today and calls for an immediate humanitarian ceasefire. Let's get the latest now from Greg Karlstrom, Middle East correspondent from The Economist. Greg, how significant is this US proposal?
1: I think there are two ways that you can look at it, and both of them arguably are correct. One of them is that this is yet another sign of just how far apart America and the rest of the world still are. Uh, for months now, most UN member states, including most Security Council members, have wanted the war to end. America continues to resist calls for a permanent ceasefire. At the same time, as you say, it's the the first time America has talked about a ceasefire at all in the Security Council. And I think it's a sign that the Biden administration is slowly beginning to lose patience with Israel and and does want this war to end. They're only talking about a temporary ceasefire, but they're hoping that they can build from that temporary truce into a, a more permanent one.
0: What's the likelihood of this resolution passing?
1: Well, I think if it has American support, it is likely to pass. I mean, I think the, the issue until now, whenever there has been a resolution table calling for an end to the fighting, has been an American veto. This one obviously doesn't go as far as Algeria or many other members of the Security Council would like it to go. But it's a step in that direction and, and it's better than nothing, which is what the Security Council has been able to do so far.
0: And if it does pass, how are Israel likely to respond?
1: Israel certainly has a history of ignoring uh, security council resolutions, and and it's quite possible they would do so here. I think the question for Israel is whether or not there is a deal on offer that links a temporary ceasefire to a release of the 130 or so hostages, both living and dead, who are being held in Gaza right now. There is some willingness from at least some parts of Prime Minister Netanyahu's government uh, to accept that sort of a deal, perhaps a a six-week pause in the fighting In exchange for the release of hostages, whether Netanyahu himself will agree to that uh, and anger the the far right members of his coalition, that remains to be seen. So uh, I think the Israeli reaction will will depend a lot on these ongoing hostage talks that have been taking place in Egypt.
0: And if Israel didn't comply with the resolution, what would that mean for U.S. and Israeli relations?
1: I think that uh, that has been the question for months now is if Israel continues to refuse to do any of the things the Americans are asking it to do, will the Biden administration use the leverage that it has over Israel if it ignores this resolution? Uh, will America slow the flow of of weapons to Israel? Will it threaten to halt military aid to Israel? That's something that President Biden has been very, very reluctant to do. He's refused to do until now. Uh, And I'm not sure that's changed, even though the administration is losing patience. with Israel, they haven't shown a willingness yet to to use the leverage at their disposal.
0: Finally, how close is a ground offensive in Rafa?
1: I don't think it's as close as the rhetoric from from Prime Minister Netanyahu and other officials would suggest. Uh, There haven't been signs on the ground that Israel is gearing up for a large offensive there. It expects to keep fighting in Khan Yunus for at least a couple of more weeks. Uh, The number of, of ground troops that it has in Gaza right now is at its lowest since the war began in October, so I don't think it's coming in the next week or two. Uh, the government, Benny Gantz, uh, is a member of the war cabinet, has said that if there's not a hostage deal by Ramadan, which starts in the second week of March, uh, Israel will go ahead with a ground offensive in Rafah at that point, point. Uh, and I think that timeline is probably accurate.
0: Greg Carlson, from Middle East, correspondent for The Economist, thank you.